Welcome to the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on current events, trends, market reports, and community discussions. Join us each week from Tampa, Florida, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Patrick Kelly. Welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Patrick Kelly, and as always, I am honored to be here coming to you live from Tampa, Florida. Now, today, we have a very special guest from Mission Produce, Inc., Denise Junquero, the Director of Marketing. Now, if you don't know about Mission Produce, they're the world's most advanced avocado network. For more than 35 years, Mission Produce has been recognized as a leader in the worldwide avocado business, sourcing, producing, and distributing fresh avocados, servicing retail, wholesale, and food service customers in over 25 countries. Now, Denise oversees the global marketing department and communication strategies for the company of nearly $1 billion annual revenue in 2019. Denise directs all media relations, branding, promotional efforts, and more. Now, in her tenure at Mission, she has built strong marketing teams that have led to comprehensive and balanced B2B marketing plans, budgets, and supporting global marketing brands. Now, in this episode, we talk a little bit about how we met, United Fresh Virtual Showcase, National Avocado Day, upcoming events and opportunities for our listeners, as well as summer avocado supply. So, without further ado, I'd like to get Denise on the line to start talking about everything avocados. Hi Denise, welcome to the show today. Hey Patrick, thanks so much for having me. Looking forward to talking with you. Oh, I, you know what? I've been looking forward to talking to you since I got your bio because when I was reading your bio, I found out a cool fact about you and I'm just going to tell the world, okay? You are a bulldog, a Fresno State bulldog and you found out so am I. So it is fantastic to have a Fresno State alumni on the call today with me. You know, Pat, I, if you come from Bulldog country, I don't think you can't be a huge, huge fan. So it's great to connect with another Bulldog, especially a Bulldog that is across country, um, still proud as ever. It's funny because I wear my Bulldog t-shirts, my Bulldog hats, very proud. And you know what people say to me, Denise? They go, ew, you like the Georgia Bulldogs? And I go, whoa, 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 whoa stop the tapes. This isn't a gray bulldog. This is totally different. And I'm from the West Coast. So I am a Fresno State fan. And we were talking off the mic, how cool it was to be in Fresno State I and mean, all the things that we love there from the bulldog grill hell, to even some of the, ha- the hairdressers, right? I mean, everything about the area, um, there's a place in our heart for. And I believe that happened because one, we grew up a little bit there and we went to college there and spent some of our time there. So um, I have a place for it in my heart, and it sounds like you do as well. You know, I really do. I think um, I think it's just a testament, the fact that it's an agricultural community. Most agricultural communities just have close-knit groups. Um, they're caring people. They're down-to-earth people. They're family-oriented people. They're community-oriented people. And I think that's what a lot of people feel when they go to Fresno State. So sounds like that's what you really felt sounds like that's what I felt and so you know you do you continue to be supportive and proud of you know where you come from so it was a great place to go to college it was a great place to really kind of 
start my um, adulthood there. And, you know, I was there for quite some time. So it definitely holds a special place in my heart. For sure. And I know we could go on and on about Fresno State and about probably professors and all kinds of things that we did and had fun with. But realistically, I like to talk about relationships. And that's what we're talking about now. Uh, we met via a virtual showcase. So a few weeks ago, back in June, uh, United Fresh had their first virtual showcase, and they just announced that they're going to have a live 365 days a year. So there's a lot going on right now, and that's how we connected, and that's how we were able to find our bulldog passion as well. But let's get into this, right? Let's, let's talk about mission produce and all things avocados today, right? Because that's what we're here for. We're here because National Avocado Day is coming up July 31st, 2020, and we're here to talk about everything avocados. So let's start first. How did you enjoy the United Fresh virtual showcase, the first real live showcase that United Fresh put on? You know, I just want to applaud them. Um, they did a phenomenal job. They stepped up right away and put this into motion and said, we're going to do this. And it was fantastic. Um, it was a way for people to still connect. It was very different than how we're all used to connecting, but they did a really, really great job. Um, I know we as a company were able to connect um, a lot of employees that maybe wouldn't travel to go to the show or wouldn't be exposed to that show. And because it was virtual, they got that exposure. It created a lot of dialogue um, around our teams because of that exposure. So I thought it was a really great job well done. Um, I'm excited about that it's going to continue in that way. I'm excited about that we'll still have this live learning platform and ability to connect. Um, so I just applaud them. I really, really do. Very cool. And you know what? And I spoke with Mary Coppola at United Fresh just this week. We put out a bonus episode that talked about their announcement, but it's about content. It's about delivering valuable content and keeping those relationships. Because I believe, and this is something that I learned just being on the phone with you off the mic, is that I don't think we would have connected as deeply as talking about our college at the show. I think that it would have been a different environment. And because we connected on a virtual platform, uh, connected through the media department, and then I received your personal bio, right? These are things that we didn't do before. We weren't sending people our personal bios to introduce ourselves. We weren't sending kind of like resumes out. So I believe this virtual showcase in, in all aspects of the produce and supply chain industry is that they're connecting us on a different level to where we are building new relationships through authenticity and content. Would you agree? I really would agree. I would agree with that. I, I think that the platform sets it up that way. And I also feel like um, the circumstances set us all up that way. I mean, one of the things that I've discovered is we're even now having the ability to connect with people um, at our customers that we weren't able to connect with before. So, you know, just take my team, for example, we don't always get the opportunity to connect with our retailers or food service customers, marketing teams. And now because of this virtual interaction and the availability of that, we're doing that. Um, normally we would travel out, we'd meet with our buyers and the people within the, um, just the overall produce space. Um, but now we're being able to connect more with, you know, the shopper insights groups and the marketing groups and the social media groups and 
and the merchandisers and that has created a completely different way of interacting a completely different way of doing business together um, and United Fresh and their platform is just one way that that opens that door. I mean, I think they did a great job as well. And I think there's going to be more to come as more content building and more virtual showcases and virtual webinars and seminars uh, start to be released. And, you know, I, I'm tired of people saying, oh, this is the new norm. Listen, if you go back 30 years, the radios were here already doing this. Go back 50 years, the TVs were here doing this. This is just a different way to deliver content. And I think it's a fantastic way for one, not just an association to do it, but I think everybody within our produce and supply chain need to start doing it more and more and more to deliver valuable content, to create new verticals and have more fun within the industry. Um, but you know what? Let's go beyond that though. Let's talk avocados because I'm an avocado freak. I don't know if you know this, but like I will eat avocados. I'll cut it open. I'll eat it off with a spoon, put some salt and pepper on it, have an avocado raw. I put it in all my salads. All my, I mean, everything you can think of. I am that guy that they're like, oh, that's the kid that likes avocado toast. Ding, 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 ding. That is me, Denise. Like my wife has to buy at least six to 12 avocados a week. Like that is not a joke. We have it at all of our meals. So we want to hear about avocado. So with National Avocado Day coming up July 31st, 2020, and I know you guys are excited about this because one, you guys are one of the largest avocado networks that I've seen, and two, avocados are the best. Let's be real here. So first of all, let me say that you're obviously our favorite customer then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of them. You're our favorite customer. You can now be our major ambassador and we will just work together. Um, but, you know, all kidding aside, yes, we are very excited. Um, you know, we live, eat and breathe avocados, of course. We are um, the most advanced uh, global network. You know, we're the largest grower, packer, shipper of Haas avocados in the world. So avocados we take very seriously. And um, we love to celebrate. Mission, one of our core values is fun. So. We always don't need a reason to celebrate, but knowing that it's um, Avocado Day, it will be for celebration, even though we can't all be together. So we're looking forward to it. We're um, actually running a really fun campaign right now called Summer Fridays, just kind of kicking into gear summertime and how to enjoy avocados during this time, especially with everything going on. We, we really wanted to do something we feel like avocados bring a lot of joy um, unless you get one that's bad. Everybody then is just upset and it's like chaos. But um, we do feel like they bring a lot of joy. People love them. And so we wanted to kind of play into that. We feel like people with everything going on need reasons to kind of celebrate and have fun. So we felt like avocados really can support that and play into that. So we're looking forward to that. We're working with some um, various influencers and just, kind of bringing some fun, creative ways to integrate avocados into your weekend and your summer Fridays. Not just Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. We want avocados <laughs> all days. This is and true. You know, one thing I, wanna, I do want to jump in is because I moved from California to Florida. So I now live in Tampa, Florida. And let me tell you that when I would visit five years ago, you know how hard it was to get an avocado on a turkey club sandwich? You would ask and they would be like, oh, let me check. And then now it's, it's more and more that avocados are becoming such more of a staple item. It's more enjoyable now because now it's like I can go and get avocados everywhere all the time. I'm not afraid to say, can I get extra avocado or can I get guacamole? So the avocado industry, whatever's happening in that sense, 
that I can tell you from five years ago to now, it's like, it was avocados only a couple days a week to avocados every day of the week. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because when I started in avocados four years ago, um, we, we, we look at how kind of consumers are purchasing and um, how to purchase and so forth and just how they're functioning, not only in the food service space, but in the retail space. And one of the things that we saw was that the East Coast and the Midwest um, we're still gaining traction in avocados. So, I mean, you wouldn't always see bags in the store. You wouldn't see, um, you'd only see kind of one size. Maybe you'd see an organic. You really wouldn't see them as much in food service. And over the last four years, that has changed dramatically. So I'm right there with you. That is um, what is happening. And I think it's because a lot of it has to do with the health benefits and just the overall flavor and taste of an avocado. Um, you know, it's a very versatile fruit. It's a very, it's a superfood. So people are buying into that um, and they're continuing to explore with them and enjoy them every day. So what type of unique ways can we use avocados in our meals? Because I look up a lot of things on the internet and I've made avocados with the, you know, the center cut out with an over easy egg in the middle of it on a piece of toast. What, are there any you know, certain uh, recommendations that you could uh, give our listeners on avocados in their meals? You know, the funniest part is that it's just that basic to just include them on anything and everything. I mean, you know, it's, it's almost could be a substitute. We've all, well, it's not almost, but it can be a substitute for mayo. Um, a lot of people use it for, um, we also see a lot of people using it to kind of increase the overall health of maybe their smoothies or a smoothie bowl or a um, Buddha bowl. So, you know, anything that could use a little extra, we say to use the avocado. Um, we see it now in pastas, which is a un little unique, but at the end of the day, let's face it, most people, um, unless they're kind of being able to hang out in their kitchen more, um, they just need quick, easy options. And so, the way that you actually eat the avocado is my favorite way to eat an avocado. I just kind of little salt, little pepper, and I scoop it out and I feel full and I'm ready to go. It's like done and done. It's got protein, it's got nutrients in it. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I would always get made fun of because I would go and order avocado and everybody would always say, that. they're like, oh yeah, Pat's always going to get avocado. I'll ask for avocado on the side. Trust me. I, I am. I'm like, I am like avocado's number one fan. So um, it is. It's just so interesting and fun that you could use uh, different recipes uh, within this. And listen, with National Avocado Day coming up and all the change that's happening, here, here's some advice. Try something new. We're in yeah. a world of change right now. Try something new. Put those avocados in all your meals. If you haven't had avocado toast, put some bread in a toaster, uh, blend up that avocado, get a little cilantro, maybe some pico de gallo, put it right on top of that toast. Bam, that is an easy, easy little snack for the day that will, one, uh, keep you feeling full too. So I would say try something new on National Avocado Day. And don't forget, again, post it to any social media, hashtag avocado, of course, <laughs> you know, because we want to make sure you, you, know, you get out there as well. But you know, I love it. I love talking avocados. I love talking um, what's, what's on the agenda to come. Um, talk to me a little bit about mission, though. Talk to me about what is to come. Do you have any upcoming plans, any promotions, any technology coming up within the, the organization that's going to make us look at avocados different? No, we always have something up our sleeve. <laughs> 
<laughs> if you follow us, um, which is one of the best parts about being at Mission. Um, you know, we're a very proactive company and um, it's just a wonderful, wonderful culture to be a part of. Um, we are currently around, which this is a little plug here, but um, we are going to be launching um, our post-harvest tech, uh, technology partnership with Hazel Technologies called Avolast um, here around PMA Food Service. So we're really looking forward to that. Stay tuned for more information. It is a game changer in your ability as a consumer to have a ripe avocado. It actually extends itself life one to two days. So what that means for somebody like you who's an avocado lover, that means if you are picking up um, an avocado that has been treated with avo last, you are going to be able to have that on your counter for one to two more days and still have that great avocado experience. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, I'd like to see that because I know that I had a conversation uh, with Anne-Marie Uterink from 210 Analytics. And she was saying when she bought her avocados last in the store, they came with a ripening bag. And she yeah. was saying, so she's learning more about how to ripen her own avocados. But this is a perfect time for us to take a break and hear from one of our sponsors too. Are you ready to enhance your skills? Every day we are tasked to make fast, effective decisions to keep up with the fast-paced produce industry. At AgTools, we take the pressure off of gathering data to help make your day easier and more enjoyable. Connecting the supply chain with AgTools is unique, practical, and easy. AgTools can be used from multiple angles of the produce industry, from farmers all the way to logistics companies. We call that 360-degree decision-making day after day. Visit us at www.agtechtools.com to gain more reliable and relevant data to see more, achieve more. And now, back to our show. Welcome back, everyone. It's always great to hear from one of our sponsors, but let's get back into avocados. So I wanted to interrupt a little while back, but I have a solution, Denise, for all the people that have these brown avocados and get mad. Normally, when you go to the store, what? You buy one to three avocados based on your meal preparation. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Well, what I do is I buy two bags. I'll buy two bags. I'll check for the black, really hard ones, right? Because I know I can, one, put those in a brown bag, put them in a shelf, put them by the windowsill to ripen, right? So I might get one bad avocado out of the six, but I know that I have a lot more avocado to consume. Now, I know you have something to talk about when it comes to how to handle and how to touch all these avocados. Am I right? I do. <laughs> I do. You know, we, uh, number one, we want everybody to have a great avocado experience. And I think it's wonderful if you're buying extra just to ensure that you're getting that one great one, but we would like you to have three great avocados. So at Mission, we take this very seriously. Um, if you look at all of our controls through our supply chain, the cold chain is always intact. Um, and that's to ensure the quality of the fruit um, going to our, to our customer base and the consumers, because we want everyone to have a great um, avocado experience. But once it leaves us, we can't always control that. So what we've done is we've built a program called Avocado Do's and Don'ts, and this helps anyone from the store level to a consumer, learn about how to handle and manage their avocados, either in the store, in the back room, or at home. So 
we wanted to provide this information so consumers are understanding really when their avocados are ripe, because that's one thing that's happening, is they don't necessarily understand how to tell when it's ripe. So then they, they let it go too long and then it turns brown or black and then they have a bad avocado experience. We don't want that. We want everybody to have an amazing avocado experience and to be able to enjoy them on every meal. So we, we recommend reach out to us on Instagram at uh, Mission Avocados or on Facebook at Mission Avocados, LinkedIn, Mission Produce, and then also online at worldsfinestavocados.com. We have a lot of resources there. We show you how to cut. We show you how to um, ripen at home if that's necessary. If you bought a bag that's still hard. Uh, we also show you how to keep the fruit longer. Let's say that you brought some ripe avocados and right now during this time, you're only going to the store maybe once a week. We give you those at-home tips on how to keep and store those avocados longer so you're continuing to have a great avocado experience. If you're an avocado lover, um, an apple lover, an orange lover, depends on you know what you love, right? You probably buy a little bit more than the um, natural shopper, right? Like you said, the normal that are planning for their meals. I plan for more like a week to two weeks when I buy these things because like I said, um, and you said, when is that time where you're going to want a snack and you don't want to go pick up a bag of potato chips? When you got avocados laying there, you're like, okay, this is an easy substitute, right? So that's what I think is so cool. And being able to control your own environment with your avocados, right? Um, being able to control when you have them, how you ripen them. Again, it seems like Mission Avocados has an answer to help you and educate you. And yeah, guess what? It might not be something you've heard of before, but the people here at Mission Avocado are standing by their avocados and making sure you have a great experience day after day, 365 days a year, right? So thank you, Denise. I want to appreciate you for coming on the show. Uh, great to meet virtually. And just overall, great to have a Fresno State Bulldog and alumni. Thank you. Thank you, Patrick. It's been fantastic to be a part of the podcast and to meet you virtually as well. Um, you know, it's been a great time and I always love talking about avocados and mission produce and bulldogs for that matter. So thanks so much. Don't forget July 31st, 2020 is national avocado day. So grab an avocado and have some fun. Thanks, Denise. Thanks so much. Have a great day. You've been listening to the produce industry podcast with Patrick Kelly. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or anchor to get new fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Produce Industry Podcast. Until next time, see you in the fields or on the horizon.